Brought to you by PrayLatin.com, makers of prayer cards featuring complete English phonetic renderings of Latin pronunciations. The war against sacred tradition continues apace. Francis is working at lightning speed to suppress the traditional mass, the traditional sacraments, and even our traditional understanding of what it means to be Catholic. We have news today of confirmation that, well, confirmations will not be happening in the traditional form in dioceses run by even some of the better bishops, and of course an example of what the new religion has wrought in the church through the sheer lack of respect shown for the Eucharist by the hierarchy of the church in the past decades, as well as a defiant note from a very good priest. So let's all dive into this. But as we are often fond of doing, let's check in with the great merciful one himself, Papa Francis, who sits on a throne of lies and deception. At a recent audience, Francis was talking about his new made-up liturgical Sunday observation that is very Protestant-sounding, Sundays of the Word, and he reminded us of who the real villains are in our time. Quote, Let's put the Word of God back at the center of pastoral care and the life of the Church. Thus, we will be freed from rigid Pelagianism, from all rigidity, freed from the illusion of spirituality that puts us in orbit without taking care of our brothers and sisters. In the church, there is always a temptation to rigidity, and that to find God, we must be very rigid, very rigid, rigid with clear norms. God is not like this. When we see rigid proposals, we have to think this is not God. This is an idol. End quote. <laughs> this strange casting of those of us who are rigid as the villains of the story of our time and his call to not have clear norms at the same time as the news that Rome, meaning Francis, is having a document drafted for early March that will in all likelihood destroy the rigid and universal norms for translating the new Mass into the vernacular, meaning that the standards for translating your new Mass will very likely become ambiguous and even more loosey-goosey and frankly nearly unusable, to, be, to better facilitate enculturation in the making of local liturgies, like, I don't know, the Amazon rite that had been proposed back in late 2019. That statement contains the very heart of why he says he's smashing the traditions of the church, that we're not open to his god of surprises, and that we are rigidly leaving our brothers and sisters behind in all things. But who is a good example of those left behind by rigid mean trads with our easily understood and rigid standards? Probably this guy. Headline from Gloria TV. Nova Sordo. Man crushes hand communion like potato chip. Look, you're going to need to get ready for more of stories like that, because due to all things 2020, communion on the tongue has functionally been banned in most places, despite the fact that communion on the tongue has made abuse of the Eucharist a real problem in the Church, one that uniquely characterizes the post-conciliar period. It's a demonologist's dream, since they can easily now steal the Eucharist for their black masses and profanations with only a slight hand trick to get past most people at the Mass. Unlike this guy who just desecrated the Eucharist in front of God and everyone. From the story, quote, On Sunday, January 16th, a man in St. Esprit Parish, Paris, grabbed communion with his hand, an abuse common in Novus Ordo Eucharists. Instead of sticking it into his mouth, he smashed it to bits and threw the remainders on the floor. Father Simone de Vallet, a excellent painter who was only ordained in June 2020, who had handed over communion to him like a potato chip, told Alatea.org that the man crushed it as one might do with a potato chip. After de Violet had confronted him, the man replied, for Nadia, and left. His hands were a bit swollen with some wounds, as is the case with people who use substances. 
but he was fully conscious. The priest asked the people to step back and tried to pick up the particles the best he could. On January 19th, a Eucharist of reparation was presided. End quote. How's that springtime in the Church of the New Advent going for you? The only positive to things like this, which happen every single day in the Church of the New Advent, is that it offers us plenty of opportunities to privately offer our sufferings for penance for the sins of others, including churchmen who allow this sort of thing to happen without bothering to do anything about it. Banning communion on the hand is not even a point of discussion in our time. In fact, it is an actively promoted evil due to the now waning present situation in the world, and like most practices picked up due to it, it's here to stay. There's no concern whatsoever about displaying reverence. In fact, from the highest offices in the church, there's a great hostility to all things reverent in the faith, which is at the very heart of the attacks on the traditional sacraments. There's no better proof of this than the ban of the traditional form of confirmation that Archbishop Roach imposed on the church in his clarification of Traditionis Custodis. And one major diocese has announced there will be no more traditional confirmations in his diocese for the foreseeable future due to it. This happened in the United Kingdom, where the Latin Mass Society is a short statement on that whole situation. Quote, Latin Mass Society Statement on Confirmations, January 2022. The Latin Mass Society regrets to report that Cardinal Vincent Nichols has made the decision, communicated by, to, the letter, to the Society by letter, that the Sacrament of Confirmation is not to be celebrated according to the 1962 liturgical books in the Archdiocese of Westminster. The annual celebration, which has for nearly 20 years been organized by the Latin Mass Society for St. James Spanish Place, at which candidates were confirmed by an auxiliary bishop of the Archdiocese, and on one occasion by Cardinal Raymond Burke, will accordingly not take place this year or until this decision is reversed. We understand that another planned celebration of this sacrament by Archbishop Bernard Longley of Birmingham has also been canceled. Comment from Joseph, Joseph Shaw. Latin Mass Society Chairman. The Archdiocese of Westminster has provided an auxiliary bishop to confer Old Rite confirmations annually since 2004. At these services, 593 people have been confirmed. In recent years, bishops in several other English dioceses have also organized traditional confirmations in other parts of the country. These celebrations have been joyful occasions attended by many children and young adults, their families, sponsors, and friends. They have been clear expressions of the importance of the society's supporters attached to their link with their bishop and our bishop's pastoral concern for us. They have enormously strengthened the sense of unity in the church, both our sense of belonging and, I believe, the bishop's own sense that we are indeed sheep of their flock. The sensation of these celebrations implies the loss of much of that of the bishops in England and Wales have sought, achieved, in establishing a serene coexistence between the new and old liturgical forms. Confirmation is above all a sacrament for young people and converts. It will cut off many from accessing it in a form particularly suited to them, as Pope Benedict expressed it. Others will be driven to seek it outside the structures of the church. We hope that the bishops of England and Wales come to reconsider their decision and allow once more the ancient Roman liturgy in all its manifestations to be part of the legitimate diversity of liturgical forms we have in this country. End quote. Folks, do you see what is at stake here? Two understandings of the faith are what is really at stake. In the one, a sort of flaccid response to the profanation of all things sacred, with a hierarchy unwilling to do anything about crimes like smashing the Holy Eucharist and even rather apathetic to it, in the apostasy that is unfolding in real time before our eyes. And another view of the faith, 
one represented by a statement from a priest from the Institute of the Good Shepherd that I have for you. A few days ago, Rorate Chaley published a fantastic interview with one of the founders of the Institute of the Good Shepherd, a largely European traditional priestly fraternity. And unlike his peers in many of the more well-known priestly fraternities with a friendly relationship with Rome, he is signaling that he will not take suppression from Rome lying down. Here's what he has to say. Quote, After a period of diplomatic silence, I need to make myself clear. I am one of those who believe that our absolute rejection of Paul VI Mass is not effective, disciplinary, charismatic, etc. It is theological, theological, dogmatic, and moral. In a word, it is absolute. The original sin of this detestable liturgical quarrel in the Church is the unbelievable and insane audacity of Pope Paul VI in promulgating a new Ordo Missae based on the research of experts, of stonecutters, and of Protestants, and to throw out, albeit with quivering voice, the mass of the pontiffs Leo and Gregory, both great. The Catholic liturgy can and should only be a transmission of the patrimony of the apostles, a mass concocted 19 centuries later can only be a Promethean ambition, a romantic libertarian chimera, populism and bad taste, unworthy of the Church of Jesus Christ. The promulgation of the new Ordo Missae of Paul VI is undoubtedly legal and valid, but certainly not legitimate. What will be very instructive in this crisis is how everybody is going to reposition himself. Those who cope through ecclesiastical diplomacy and grinning and bearing it are going to drown. Only those who are passionate for the truth will remain. Having spent my life fighting, I am happy to note that I am going to die, not as a retiree, but as a soldier. End quote. Remember his words well, and remember them every time you see a story out of the Novus Ordo and out of the Church of the New Advent of a wicked person smashing the Eucharist for fun, or who interrupts the sacrament of penance, or whenever you see the Mass made a mockery of. And remember, there are brave priests in the Church today who will not take this lying down, and they will need your support. Otherwise, all faithfulness will go the way of those traditional confirmations in the UK, where they have now been banned because the new religion, as espoused by Roach, Francis, and their predecessors, cannot have reverence and worship. No vestiges of the old faith can remain in their minds, hence why they wail and gnash their teeth about all things rigid. But do not worry, because the same priest from the Institute of the Good Shepherd had these encouraging words to say. Quote, the Battle of the Catholic Mass was definitively and irreversibly won by Archbishop Lefebvre in the 1980s. There is no need to do what's already been done. There are tens of thousands of priests throughout the world who celebrate the Gregorian Mass, and it's not the gesticulations of some Roman secretary or some residential bishop on overtime that will change anything. It is too late. We have won the battle. I am not one of those who speculate about a heart attack or stroke of the Pope. I find that wretched, especially since... The one placing such a wager could well be hoisted on his own petard. However, I know that all the priests I know, starting with myself, will never go over to the mass that has ruined the church in the West, in America, and in Africa. After 43 years of priesthood, do you think I would ever ask anyone's permission to celebrate the mass of my ordination? End quote. That attitude is the correct one. No pope or man who claims to be pope has the authority to smash the traditions of the church to remake the faith in his own image, or rather, to remake the faith into the image and likeness of the world, and the prince of the world. This priest knows it, and that is why he is choosing to resist Francis openly. Keep him in your prayers, please, since we are certain that a document from Francis is coming in early March about groups like the Institute of the Good Shepherd, the FSSP, and of course others, and will not be a good document at all when it happens. 
What did you think of all this? The ending of the traditional confirmations in the UK, the inability of the new church to even attempt to stop a man from smashing the Eucharist, and of course, the defiant words of an important traditional priest who will not go quietly into the night. Let me know your thoughts in the comments, please, and like and subscribe if you haven't. It really does help. As always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.